Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. Did you say it's time? Every man should be punched in the face. It's a rite of passage. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 148. Podcast, Rebecca. 148. Have you ever been punched in the face? Yes, I have. I have not. Well, I've punched myself in the face. You know, like whenever you're tugging on something and then it suddenly loosens up and you punch yourself in the face? Uh-huh. I've done that several times in my life. No, I've had somebody just punch me in the face. You've been in a schoolyard brawl? No, it was at the gym. Like, oh. Like it was when I was doing mixed martial arts and I was in the cage and... And I, I, I did a lot of like grappling. You're but right. But I hadn't been punched in the face, and and they were training me for a fight, and they said, okay, you need to be punched in the face before you actually fight somebody because you, you need to not be afraid of this It'll anymore. Throw you for a loop. So it was worse because I knew it was coming, and like, I still, up. I still blocked it, and. Yeah, I got punched in the face. <laughs> it, it hurt, but not as bad as I thought it was going to be. And now I don't fear getting punched in the face anymore. Were they wearing gloves? No. Really? Yeah. Oh, bare-fisted. They yeah. punched you okay. in the face. Okay, no, it wasn't completely bare-fisted, but it wasn't like boxing gloves. It was the the, wrap? the cage fighting gloves. So it was like oh. the fingers are out and it's got a little padding on it. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. It I, still hurt real bad. I've, he I've, punched me right in the nose. Oh, not He... He punched you right in the nose. Yes, I, there was no other females on the team. Oh, that's right. That's the only one. What a what a silly question because I know of your MMA past of, of my fighting days. Yeah, I don't know why I asked if you had ever been punched before. You clearly have. Uh huh. Oh well, I I haven't been punched in the face. I've been punched in the gut several times. Uh mm-hmm. huh. Um, teenage boys do weird things. And testing each other. Yeah, there was there's there was more than once where one of my friends would be like, uh, "Can I punch you as hard as I can?" And I'd be like, "Heck yeah, you can punch me as hard as you can." <laughs> Test me as Test hard as my I can. Strength. Yep. Did, did do you it, prepare yourself first? Yeah, I would tighten uh-huh. my abs as hard as possible, and they would just bah, punch me in the in the in the gut. One time, my sisters were around. And they were not thrilled at the idea of me just taking a punch like that. Uh-huh. My sisters were always very, uh, very protective. protective. Yeah. Uh huh. So. Can I tell a story about when I got kicked in the gut? Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't know that you were going somewhere of like, you know, have you ever gotten punched in the face? Because that's how I feel with my allergies. Ah, uh, no. But that does that is kind of how I feel. Also, if my voice sounds raspy or like. Flemmy or anything. I apologize. He's got bad allergies. Tis the season. I bought you honey though, so you can start <sighs> taking the the tablespoon of local honey. I'm still so, skeptical about that, but but it's worth a try. It's worth so a try. Don't forget to grab that before you leave. Um. So here's the story. Here's the story. So I was a cage fighter, and we would train every day of the week. And one night. We were, we were going to have to go around the circle and take turns kicking every single person in the stomach. Like everybody had to stand in a circle with their arms behind their back. And one person had to go up to every single person and kick them as hard as they could in the stomach. And so, (laughs) so like all the guys are like, yeah, this is no problem. I'm going to kick him as hard as I can and he's going to take it and it's all going to be cool. But 
when the guy got to me, this is the first guy that's up. When he gets to me, he like lightly kicks me, like obviously lightly kicked me. Mm -hmm. And the coach stopped him and said, you have to kick her just as hard as you're kicking the other guys or else she will not be as prepared as everybody else in the cage. And he said, if you don't kick her, then every single person here has to do 50 push-ups. Oh. So he walks up to me and he's like, I'm so sorry. Like he's apologizing to me. And I'm like, no, do it. Come on. Hit me. So I'm like, I'm ready for it. He kicks me as hard as he could. And I absorbed it. Like I took it, Mm -hmm. but that wasn't good enough. And I was like, I might get in trouble here and we might have to do 50 push-ups, but I have to do this. Like I have to do this. So he kicks me and I just went, oh, and like collapsed. And he's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I was like, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm good. (laughs) None of us got in trouble. They all thought it was funny. It was was definitely worth it. I know I felt bad for him, but everything, all of his life lessons of not hitting girls is is all gone. <laughs> yeah. It, it really doesn't hurt that bad to get No, if you're hit, ready for it. Right. But if you're not ready for tightened, it. It's crazy. Ooh, it hurts. How much you can take if you're, if you're braced for it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it could cause damage. Wasn't it who, what, what magician died from getting punched in the stomach? Wasn't it Houdini? That, considering that's the only like musician or musician. Musician. That's the only, um, what is the word? magician? Magician. <laughs> Considering that's the only like famous magician that I know, it probably was Houdini. And it was because he wasn't ready for it. He was like letting people punch him as hard as they could. And yeah. then this guy just came up and surprised him and punched him and it killed him. An illusionist. Dead. A magician. <sighs> yeah. I wish I I wish I got like into some sort of fighting arts whenever I was a, a teenager. You think you're going to need it? No, but I'm scrawny. And I think had I gotten into some sort of fighting mixed martial arts or something, like I wouldn't be as scrawny. You're not scrawny. You're scrappy. But I'm scrawny. No, you're scrappy. You've got strong arms, strong legs. You can climb a tree. <laughs> You know what? You're totally right. I have nothing to fear. I have nothing to fear. Because you can climb a tree and get away from anybody. I, yeah. You can You Somebody's... can climb a flagpole. I've seen that. You can climb a light pole. Listen, somebody uh, somebody pulls over on the side of the road in a, a fit of road rage, Uh-huh. run down a hill, climb up a tree. It's easy. <laughs> it's easy. You make it look easy. Yeah. They'll never see it coming. <laughs> and, they, you know, they can't climb trees. Most likely not. Yes. Yeah, st- the stronger you are, uh, the worse you are at climbing. That's that's just a scientific <laughs> fact. I'm sorry. That's why uh, rock climbers just don't have any strength whatsoever. What is pepperoni saying? In middle school, anytime I took off a hoodie, I had to make sure. He had to make sure none of his friends were around. None of his friends. Why? Because, because whenever you take off your hoodie, you're. Your shirt goes over your head. Oh, and then and somebody will punch you in the stomach. And yeah, they punch you. Um, I, that's happened to me. What's arguably worse, though, than getting punched while you're taking off your hoodie is somebody just sticking their finger in your belly button. Yeah, that's, I that's hate, no fun. I hate my belly button being touched. My sisters were a little different. They would tickle my <sighs> armpits like 
any time I raised oh, my arm, they would tickle my armpit. Yeah. And it was forever before I could raise my armpit without like, <gasps> like flinching that somebody was coming after me. It was like PTSD with my armpits. Yep. It's the worst. I hate it. Yeah. Glad we're adults and we don't have to deal with I that I know. Anymore. I haven't had anybody try to tickle my armpits for a really long time. <laughs> Adulthood, am I right? <laughs> Did you hear about like the huge controversy today? Twitter has been going crazy about it with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah. Like... Cancel culture is coming oh, after Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Why are they canceling Cinnamon they're Toast not, Crunch? They're not. They're not. So I've been seeing on Twitter all day comments about Cinnamon Toast Crunch and people freaking out. And I'm like, what is going on? It took me a little bit to even find the story to find out what was happening with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And then I got so hungry for Cinnamon Toast Crunch, <laughs> I went upstairs looking for some. I don't even know if I can I can have it, but I was looking to see if we had any. We didn't, so I ended up eating a bunch of puppy chow. Also good, maybe better. It, if you it don't was have... really good. It was. It, I think it's a lot sweeter than, than cinnamon, cinnamon toast, toast crunch? crunch. I think so. I don't know. You know what my favorite way to consume cinnamon toast crunches? Hmm. I like to make a peanut butter sandwich, put cinnamon toast crunch on the peanut butter, uh huh, and then drizzle honey over it, and that's the sandwich. Okay, that doesn't sound bad. That sounds really good. It's actually spectacular. Uh Uh-huh. You get the crunch, and I'm a fan of crunch and sandwiches. Uh Uh-huh. You get the crunch from the Cinnamon Toast Crunch plus the cinnamon, and cinnamon and honey is a good combo. Honey and uh, uh, peanut butter is a good combo. Mm -hmm. Cinnamon and peanut butter is a decent combo. It's like a win-win-win. What about Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Shrimp Tails? That's my second favorite combo. <laughs> yeah. Well, this guy that posted a picture of his Cinnamon Toast Crunch um, tagging the company in his post, he wasn't too happy with the idea that he had what he believes are shrimp tails in his Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Let's see here. Did he post a picture of it? Um, you know. Oh, he did. Yeah. So... Cinnamon Toast Crunch, they, they take a look at this and they zoom in real close and they're like, you know what? I don't think that's shrimp tails. Here's what we think it is. Shrimp tails. After after much time analyzing this photograph, we believe it is the cinnamon sugar has accumulated into a chunk and dried. And that's all that is. Sometimes okay. this happens. That's all that's all that is. And the, and the dude was like, <laughs> no. These are definitely shrimp tails. I'm telling you. I know a shrimp tail when I see them. And this is a shrimp tail in my Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I It look, it doesn't look like sugar gathered and dried. It doesn't look as curved as a shrimp tail. It just looks like just the feathery end of a shrimp tail. Here's my question, though. Why didn't mm-hmm. he get better pictures? This is a terrible picture. You know what? I... I I feel like it's fairly accurate. It's just a picture of a cereal with shrimp tail. Anyway, that wasn't the only thing he found in his cereal. There was also like a thread in there. And then there's like these little black dots, which other people who looked at this picture on Twitter analyzed it and said, um, that looks like mouse feces. Oh, or shrimp so, feces. Ooh. So he's got shrimp tails string and then he's got some poop in there. 
So then the dude like reveals some information that I feel like up front was pretty important information that should have been shared. When he got this box of cereal, it was already open. Like somebody had like taped it shut. Now, why would you buy Nathan? I don't know about you, but I don't think I would eat it if it was like taped shut. And so the company's saying, I'm telling you, that did not happen at the manufacturer. That happened elsewhere. Uh Anybody whose box looks like it's been tampered with, do not eat it. (laughs) Somebody posted a picture of Cinnamon Toast Crunch in in a (laughs) seatbelt. Somebody posted a a picture of Cinnamon Toast Crunch with the Mordecai DVD. They said, (laughs) "Um, Cinnamon Toast Squares, why is there a DVD copy of 2015's Mordecai in my cereal? (laughs) Oh, man. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Like, Twitter is rocking it today with these posts. <laughs> huh. Somebody said it's the, it's because it's the taste you can see. Right, right. Oh, that oh, is so interesting. gross. Yeah, so people are speculating that a mouse was like burrowing in there and bringing his treasures and hiding it in that box oh. from wherever it came from. Anyway, people... Um, if the box appears to be tampered with, don't eat it. Dental floss. Ooh, it looks like dental floss. Also, he said the bag appears to be taped up. Um, like it was opened on the bottom, maybe, and then taped up and then put it in the oh, box. Oh, so he wouldn't out. even notice it from right. the top. He would have had to take out the entire thing. Now, how they got the box like that, you know, resealed. I guess it's not too hard to. But if they like just gl- like yeah, re-glued just it. it. I mean, somebody had to like be purposely tampering. Okay. Okay. That, mm-hmm, These that's are disgusting. Better pictures of the shrimp tails. These are definitely shrimp tails. I understand if you're listening to the podcast, you have no idea what we're seeing. Go to Twitter and just yeah, type in Cinnamon Toast Crunch. You will see a picture of these or obvious shrimp tails. Jensen Carp, which is kind of funny that his last name is Carp. Carp. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, those are definitely shrimp tails. I, I'm convinced. All right. I should get on Twitter. Remember at the beginning of the year when I said I, I was going to use Twitter more? Yeah, and you haven't yet? I haven't even signed into my Twitter. <laughs> I have quite a few followers on Twitter, and I am terrible at updating it. Yeah. I do update it sometimes, but I'm really bad at updating it. I, I'm i bad at social media in general, mm-hmm. which is why I wanted to start getting on Twitter because I thought, well, that's something quick and easy. It's kind mm-hmm. of like Snapchat, but with text only. You yeah. could just throw just something real out there. Quick just comment. throw something out there. You mm-hmm. know, just a, a random shower thought you had or something like that. And yeah. just throw it out there. Um, easier said than done, for sure. I have social media anxiety. Every time I go to post something, I'm like, do I want to, do people even care about this? Is this too much information? Am I posting too much? Like, I ask myself all of those questions. The answer is always yes. Well, that doesn't make me feel any better. Always yes. But that's what social media is for, though, to keep people updated on your life and how you feel about things. And I mean, I'd be real disappointed if I got up in the morning and nobody had posted anything. Since the last time I had looked, it would be real boring scrolling time. So I'm thankful for people posting on social media, um, especially so, today because it was National Puppy Day. That's what you should you should change your perspective whenever you post. It's not that people care or not. It's that you are there to give them the little tiny 15, 
at most seconds of entertainment while they're eating breakfast in the morning. Yeah. You know know? what? You're right. And I need to water down all the angriness that's out there. Exactly. That's what this podcast is all about. There's a lot of angriness out there. That's you just described this podcast. Yeah. I just want to itch my ear and my headphones are on. Yeah. That, that'll, that'll do it. Mm -hmm. Um, speaking of things that people don't care about, Uh Cadbury has (gasps) chosen its new. Guys, we have a new winner. We have a new winner. Do I have a drum? Yeah, I do. We have a new winner. Oh, something's playing in the back. Oh, it's this video. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? That's not coming from me. Uh, dude, uh, if you make a website, be sure you um, <laughs> put as many videos that automatically play with sound mm-hmm. in it as possible. Mm-hmm. Why are news websites the worst websites? That's where they all? get their money from. It's absurd. I absolutely despise news websites. Anyway, moving on. Um, I work for our news agency. Cadbury has chosen its new quote-unquote bunny, and the winner is... Not a bunny at all. It's a frog named Betty. Betty! Yay! Why is a frog named Betty so cute? Like... Just the fact that its name is Betty is adorable. Betty the Frog. And Betty the Frog is the first female winter. Winter. Winner. Really? Yes. So, shout out to the ladies. Imagine, uh, I wonder whose job it is to sex frogs. I, I didn't know that that was somebody's job. Like... Like somebody's like like there's a a batch of frogs and what, what is that a boy or a girl? Uh, this one's girl Betty. We'll call it Betty. She's got a bright future ahead of her. I can tell. I don't know. This is it difficult thought. to figure that out? Well, not on goats or humans, but I've never tried to sex a frog, so I don't know. I don't know. There's probably some distinguishing details that makes it not so difficult. Do they have teats? I don't or like an udder? It's not a mammal, so I don't think so. Then how do you tell? They don't have. No, Nathan, uh, look it up. No, I don't. I don't want to look. Okay, so this is a a tree frog, and my son actually once owned one of these frogs, and they are so loud when they start riveting. Yeah, like it just echoed through the entire house, and our cat would go crazy. I think he ended up selling it off to somebody else eventually because he got tired of taking care of it. But yeah, they're they're pretty cool. I love the sound of frogs and crickets at night. I think it's so cool. That's the one thing. That's the thing that keeps me in the country, you know? Not America, but like the country, <laughs> you know, like not city. You know, America. That's the one thing so that's keeping me here is the frogs. For the frogs and <laughs> the crickets. and No, but there's something there's something about like getting home at night when you live in the country uh-huh. and just stepping out of your car or even in, you could already be home and you just walk out back or something and you hear the crickets and the frogs. And if it's in the morning, then you hear birds. It's the sound of summer. Yeah. But do you hear that in the city? I hear it here, but I feel like I kind of live out in the country. Yeah, you're you're semi-country here. You're in like a, a suburban. Like we have this nice little walking trail that goes by like a pond. And like you hear all of the frogs and yeah. everything croaking. And it's like so cool. And then there's this smell that I can't even identify. But it's like the way summer smells. Mm-hmm. Now it's making me really excited for both Cinnamon Toast Crunch and summer. Yeah. 
we're off to a good start. A wonderful start, in mm-hmm. fact. Um, but yeah, I, I have a hard time moving away from the country knowing that I will not have those sounds. Or being able to um, roll down my windows on my way home. And the closer I get to home, the stronger the smell of like fresh hay and stuff. Really? Yeah. But also you live on gravel roads. So do you keep your windows down when you're driving on gravel roads? There's an art to it, Rebecca. (laughs) There's an art to it. You have to roll them up whenever you're going slow. But if you speed up, the dust isn't going to catch up to you. So you can have your windows rolled down so long as you're going at a consistent speed and you're not passing anybody. As soon as you start to slow down, you have to roll them up so that whenever all the dust catches up, it doesn't go in your car. And then once you take off, reach a consistent speed again, then you have to roll it back down. Do you ever get annoyed with never having a clean car? Um, yes. Yeah. Um, I don't get annoyed with the outside being dirty, though. I get annoyed whenever there's dirt on the inside, even though I'm taking decently good precautions. Mm-hmm. But it's just coming through the vents. Yeah. I got to go get a bottle of water. My throat is dying (laughs) and I'm about to cough into this mic. I'll be back. No problem. I will just continue talking about this Cadbury clucking bunny commercial. Um, The winner. So Betty the Frog receives $5,000 cash prize. And Cadbury will also be donating $15,000 to the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals in honor of the contest. So everybody wins. Let me grab this mouse over here for you guys just listening and not watching i'm leaning over to grab the mouse because nathan just disappeared okay so last year's winner was lieutenant dan which was a two-legged dog and uh i remember announcing that winner last year because his name was absolutely adorable yeah we did a whole a whole thing about it didn't we we did and we like did the sounds of the cadbury bunny because it was like this so stupid it like bunnies do not sound like that. I still don't get the Cadbury bunny thing. And I'm still ticked off that they changed the size of the cream eggs. Ugh, I just don't think those are good. No, I don't think they're good. Oh. I just hate that they tried to swing that, you know? Yeah. Um, Commander or Commando Bar says drive fast enough and the gravel won't bother you. Yes, exactly. That's my oldest brother. Commando Bar? Yeah. That's his initials. Okay. Dude, I my throat is dying. Oh, you brought me a wa- bottle of water. Thank you. That was nice of you. Ugh. I need. Oh, I should have got tea before we went live. That would that would have been a great idea. You had a, some coffee, but yeah, tea coffee will dry you out, whereas tea will moist moisten. See, I sometimes when I drink tea before I do the news, it kind of catches in my throat. Like it's because it's gray tea. That is, yeah. So you're talking about like a white tea or a green tea might be more soothing to the vocal cords? They will. Um, although I had a London fog the other day that was very soothing to my vocal cords. A London fog, Rebecca, is an Earl Grey tea mm-hmm. with an ounce to an ounce and a half of vanilla mm-hmm. um, syrup and a uh, milk of your choice. Mm-hmm. I, I am aware of that. You were looking at me like you didn't know. Do you know why I know what that is? Because I made it for you one time, I think. No, you requested that I went to go get it for you. And they said, we have to make the tea. And I had to wait there for like 15 minutes. Yeah. See, that's that's the worst part about it. 
is that if you go to like Starbucks or something and get tea, mm -hmm. they just throw the bag in and give it to you and let you take the, the tea bag out. That whenever. wasn't the case for me. No, because a London Fog has other ingredients other than uh -huh. just the bag of tea and water. And you can't really add in like milk and vanilla syrup onto a bag of tea. It gets real messy. I've uh -huh. tried it. I'm just explaining that to you just so you know. Okay. All right. Well, it sounds like you need a day off, Nathan. Oh my gosh, from talking. Yeah. yeah. If you if you worked in Japan, you would soon have a special holiday where you could go home and play a particular video game that's getting released. That's on such a Japan thing to March do. March 26th. What I is think it? it's the 26th. Uh, Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter Rise. I'm Googling it right now. So the employer, some of his employees were already submitting that they needed the day off. And they didn't even hide the reason. Like they weren't like, yeah, my grandma's going to die on the 26th or anything like that. They were like, hey, so um, Monster Hunter Rise is coming out on the 26th. So I'm going to need that day off. And he was like, you know what? A lot of my employees are needing that day off. I'm just going to make it a holiday. And give everybody that day as a vacation day. He calls it the Mon Hun vacation. Like, I like this guy. Monster Hunter vacation. Yeah. You know, that's going to go a long way for those employees. Like, they feel appreciated and yeah. honored that they just got this senseless vacation day. Like, I have to use sick days you if know, I want to take a day off. You know why this guy gave him the day off? Huh? Because he wasn't showing up to work. Because <laughs> he wanted to play. Well, yeah. I think it said like the corporate people still have to come in that day. Um, all the employees get the day off. Um, yeah, you know, it's that, that's one of my favorite things about video games becoming more mainstream. Mm -hmm. Is that you you don't even have to hide the fact that you're taking the day off to play video games uh -huh. anymore. And what are they going to say? If you're using your own vacation time. If you're time, using like a personal cares? day or vacation time, then that's fine. But if you're calling in sick because you're staying home to play a video game. That's different. But still, I mean, people have been doing that for centuries. I'm planning on getting my second vaccination shot during the weekday so that I can have a sick day the next day. Because I don't want to waste a weekend day. Uh-huh. Smart. <laughs> I only get two of those a week and I get like five work days. So, and I have a ton of sick days built up since I've been working from home for the last year. Like I haven't used any sick days and they keep accumulating. Like I'm grateful for all my sick days, but I've got a, I've got a few to spare. So, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and take a day after just, I get that second vaccine. Take it. What shot. are you going to do? Tell you not to? Tell you to come into work? <laughs> Besides, you can't talk whenever you've had a shot in your arm. No way. No, it's going to be like the muscle aches and stuff that are just really uncomfortable. Right. And I'm just going to need to be in bed all day. Everybody's talking about it, like how uncomfortable it is. Mm -hmm. They are. I, I like believe really you. I believe sick. You. No, and I'm going to pregame it. Like I'm going to take a lot of Tylenol or Advil or something to help with the aches and pains. Isn't that kind of what a vaccine is? Is pregaming a... Yeah, so I'm going to pregame the pregame. Uh, ooh. Uh-huh. But I'm still going to take a day off because there's a lot of pregaming going on there. And <laughs> I'm going to have a vaccine hangover and I'm going <laughs> to... A vaccine is like pregaming. I'm sure a lot of people need to explain to them like that. Uh-huh. I'm actually having a little bit of like post-pandemic anxiety. 
and like the return to normal, like, okay, the pandemic's not over and we're still not back to normal yet. But the thought of having to go back to some of the things that I've really enjoyed not doing <clears throat> mm -hmm. is giving me some anxiety. Yeah. Um, Can you relate to that at all? Or are you like, no, you've been doing everything the same. I wasn't listening. Actually, it's what you were saying. I was trying to find this story right here. I was talking about my like the post pandemic anxiety of oh. having to return back to like normal life. Yeah, but no, I don't have I don't have no because, no, because I've you've been, been living I, normal life ever. Yeah, since I I I haven't missed work because of the pandemic. The only time I missed work because of the pandemic was whenever I had coronavirus for <laughs> for four <laughs> weeks. Yeah, you had to take like an entire month off yeah. because you still tested positive. Yeah, that was bogus. But hey, I got paid for it, so I can't really complain. I um, did not get coronavirus that I know of, but I did work from home for an entire year. I still am. And I believe my employer is going to allow us the option to choose whether we want to work from home or go back, which I would love to continue working from home. Like that's what I want to do. Yeah. But some of my coworkers are begging me. One of your coworkers. Two of my coworkers oh, are really? begging me to come back. But I don't want to. Like I want to go see one of them. Just just make like Fridays. Come in on Fridays for like two hours or something. No, but we have the live stream on, on Fridays, and I feel like that's a day I need to be home so that I can be flexible of when well, I'm here. Well, think about this, though. If you are already have a reason to leave the house on Fridays, mm -hmm. then you could use that same trip to grab supplies for the live stream. Maybe. Like this Friday... You could you could go into work for like two hours and then be like, all right, well, I got to go. And then before coming home, run by the grocery store, grab a bunch of peeps. I don't know. See, I've thought about like, OK, I have two parts to my job. One part is where I write stories that are recorded and then they air on the morning show. Uh -huh. That's like a huge part of my job. It takes up most of my day. And then for a couple hours out of the day, I anchor the news. And I've been thinking about staying home for the whole like story part for doing interviews, writing the stories, recording them, but then going in just to anchor. But I have to anchor until 630 at night and I really like being home a lot earlier than 630 at night. I feel like I just have so many decisions I have to make. I also am going to miss the excuse of yeah, we, sh we really shouldn't go anywhere to cancel every possible plan I have. Yeah. That... Now I'm going to have to come up with excuses <laughs> all over again. Yeah, I really don't want to go anywhere. <clears throat> uh, Pepperoni also brought up that it was nice whenever you could chime into the show every once in a while. Like Dana and Park show or... <sighs> yeah, so... I do miss being a part of the shows, but right before I left, that kind of got like... The kibosh got put on that. The kibosh. Yeah. So they decided that we weren't going to be, like Sam and I couldn't be as much of a part of the show that we had been in the past. Mm -hmm. That they said there's too many voices. And so we were just going to like, I, I, what was instructed to me was at the very opening of the show, I can chat back and forth. The rest of the show, I do my news. And if they have a question for me, I can answer a question. 
Oh. And so that, like, I was really, really sad about that before the pandemic hit. And mm-hmm. that was, like, really hard because the show I had been on before, I was a co-host on. Like, yeah. I was, like, 100% a part of that show. And then all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, we want you to say 90% less than what you're saying. Which is just bizarre, but you so know So when I got to come home and work from home, then I couldn't hear the show. And so I didn't know that I was missing anything. And I was like, yeah, I don't mind. Like, this doesn't even bother me not talking on the show anymore because I don't even realize it's happening. Do you, do you think if you were to go back in, you would start missing that again? Probably. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, because it's hard to like sit there on a show and like watch it happen and not be a part of it. Oh, yeah. You know, that being our job. Like, that's what I'm passionate about. It's like sitting on the sidelines for a sport that you play. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what it is. So it's like torture. And then it just makes me sad. And then I'm more moody. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. You are less moody now that you work from home. Yes. I've had a few moments, but. (laughs) (laughs) What haven't we all, Rebecca? It's been a moody year. (laughs) Yes. Speaking of a moody year, um, what helps a lot of people? get through the moodiness of this year is just like completely walking away from social media. Now we talked about like social media can be really mean and watching the news all the time and seeing like everything negative. Mm -hmm. But experts say if you take like a little break from that, that can really help boost your mood. And now there's a company that's paying people 24 hundred dollars to stay away from screens for 24 hours i feel like this is a complete win-win yeah that's almost two stimulus checks i was gonna say that's more than a stimmy (laughs) yeah which i still haven't gotten oh really yeah but i think on friday they get mailed out oh nice mine gets mailed out i think so is is this i'm I'm assuming this is a uh a study I actually don't know if this is a study. There's a company that's putting it out there. Well, they just, they're like, you know what? We know you'll be better if you put your phone away for 24 hours. So do it and we'll pay you. Yeah, we're just going to say it's a study. You have until March 29th, which I believe is on Saturday. Uh, Let me check. No, it's on Monday. It is next Monday. It's on Monday. You have until Monday to enter this, this contest. And you have to like submit a questionnaire But like some really cool things, not only do you get the $2,400, but beforehand they give you a $200 Amazon gift card so that you can purchase items for your survival pack, but they have to approve your survival pack. Okay. This actually does just seem like it's not even a a study. It's just a challenge. The 2021 digital detox challenge. And they send you a safe to put all your stuff in. Did you already say that? Yeah. No, I didn't say that part. Yeah, so to make sure that you're staying off of all your devices, it's going to be locked in a 24-hour safe, and uh, even your smart speakers. Yeah, everything: television, gaming, computers, smartwatches, smart home devices like speakers. I don't know. Here's the thing: what about a what about a smart refrigerator? Do you gotta like (gasps) you know? Could you imagine trying to like get online on your refrigerator? So then play Tetris and browse Facebook on your refrigerator. I just need to order from Amazon, ordering from Amazon through your refrigerator. That's just not to, a bad idea, <laughs> actually. That's not a bad idea. Just to fill that need. Um. Oh, but they did say microwaves are okay. Uh huh. Cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, wow, that's interesting. 
Uh, oh, and the uh, $200 Amazon gift card is to put together a tech-free survival kit. I did right. mention that already. Uh, okay, I'm going to use the $200 Amazon gift card to buy something for my electronics yeah, you're, after. You know you're buying technology with the $200 gift card. I'm getting like another capture card or something. You know there's a catch there though, right? Like they have to approve your, your survival oh, you kit. They give you like beforehand. a, it's like whenever like a job it has like a uh, an OSHA required like boots or gloves or something, uh -huh. but they let you pick out which ones you get from a certain list. Uh -huh. They give you like a menu. Yeah. We, they did that to us at Yeah, I have Amazon. no idea what you're talking oh, about. Oh, it's because you've never worked anywhere with OSHA. <laughs> Everybody hasn't worked a hard day in your life. Right. Hard right. work only occurs in... What was that? Where do I work? Amazon? No, the big buildings. Um, A warehouse? Warehouse. Okay. <laughs> the big I want, building. I wanted to say hardware, it's and okay. I was like, no, it's different, but kind of the same I'm letters. I'm not going to make fun of you because I couldn't remember the word for magician earlier. Musician? I know it's close. What was that? <laughs> magician? Uh, um, anyway, who would not want to sign up for this? Like, I feel like, would it be a challenge? Yes. But for $2,400, sign me up. I will take the yeah, day off work. That's easy. I will do this. You can sleep 24 hours away. Mm -hmm. You know? Out of 24 hours, I bet I could sleep 18 of those. <laughs> and I'm taking a shower and eating the rest. You know what's funny is days I have to sleep in, I get so excited about being able to sleep in that I can't sleep in. And you're like a little kid on Saturday morning. Yes. On this last Friday, I didn't have my normal work meeting, which is at like 1030 in the morning. So I get up early and have breakfast. I spend time with my husband and then I take time to get ready, go to my meeting. Well, Friday, I knew I didn't actually have to start working till one o'clock. So I knew I was going to get to sleep in like and I was so excited about it that one, I could not go to sleep that night. <laughs> it was like 2 a.m. before I finally fell asleep. And then I got up at 8.30, which Oof. is only 30 minutes past the time I normal, normally sleep. Yeah, that's rough. That does not happen to me. Not at all. I just get real excited. I get excited about the idea of waking up early on a day that I don't have to wake up early so that I can get a bunch of stuff done and start doing the things I want to do earlier in the day than I would if I were to sleep in. Uh -huh. That being said, I don't do that. I still sleep in and then I still end up like playing video games at like 4 p.m. like I would on a normal day <laughs> that I went to work. So, yeah, no, I don't I don't really do anything different. It's just that the times that I would be at work, I just continue sleeping. Yeah. But, um this <clears throat> this 24 hours for $2400. That's $100 an hour, by the way. Um it brings to mind the the fact that like these stimulus checks mm -hmm. kind of make it easy to obtain money. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, but after you've easily obtained money, you start looking for other ways to easily obtain money. <laughs> You're like, oh, it's this easy, huh? Uh, All right. So you start you start looking at stuff. Um, am, am, I, am I hot enough to walk the streets? That seems like an easy way to make money. <laughs> uh, maybe. I feel like I've aged out of the streetwalker option. Yes. 
I'm just gonna say <laughs> yes, but um. Anyway, uh, Rebecca, I I mm, I made a mistake today. Okay. Okay. So we just got the stimulus. I well, I got my stimulus last mm-hmm. week. So this idea of easy money has been kind of on my mind. Have you ever heard of Mr. Beast? No. Mr. Beast is a YouTuber who became famous basically by giving away money. Okay. Like millions of dollars giving away money. Okay. He, he would do like uh, the entire premise of a video would be like going on Twitch and finding zero viewer streamers and donating $10,000 to oh, them kind of thing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, super cool. Or going up to people on the street and handing them, you know, $1,000 just to film their reaction. I want to do that. Yeah, it seems pretty cool, and it's actually profitable because he makes money off of partnerships and stuff for the videos, and then he also makes money off the videos, and then he also, everything that he gives away That's is a like really a, great plan. It's like a tax write-off or something. His mm-hmm. taxes are probably very, very confusing. Um, anyway, I got a YouTube ad today mm-hmm. that said Mr. Beast is giving away $10,000 to everybody who sees this ad. Oh, no. What did you do? So I'm thinking I'm on YouTube. That's Mr. Beast. The name of the thing was like Mr. Beast giveaway or something like uh-huh. that. I thought this kind of seems like something you would do where he'd uh-huh. be like, yeah, guys. So I paid for an ad and everybody who clicked on the ad um, got, you know, got $10,000. And the thing said he'd already given away like $680,000 and it had like comments and stuff from people like, whoa, yeah, this is awesome. I didn't believe it. <clears throat> so I thought, I don't probably wouldn't hurt anything if I clicked on it. Seems legit. Seems legit. It's something Mr. Beast could do. Who knows? You know, easy money, right? Uh-huh. So I click on it and it's like, yeah, giving me the details of the giveaway or whatever. Just click on this if you want to, if you want the money. Okay. Yeah, sure. All right. What's yeah. your name? Yeah, I want the money. What's Here, your social security number? Here it is. <laughs> what's your email? And I thought, just take my identity. Normally where it asks for the email, for one thing, I have a spam email account, just my old Gmail yeah. or my old Hotmail. I just sign up for random stuff on with that. <clears throat> so normally I would have gone that route, but my YouTube channel is attached to my actual personal like Gmail, uh-huh. my day to day. Um, and I thought, well, I'm going to use that one because I'm on YouTube right now. So I used my personal Gmail. Um, and then later on, it's like, okay, now for like other information, your address, your phone number, all this stuff. Well, they haven't asked for my credit card yet. Yet. So that's fine. They need your <coughs> bank account number so they can deposit it. I was waiting for that. I actually was. <laughs> So I'm continuously feeding my information and then it's like, all right, so just to make sure you're not a robot, you got to do like one of five things on this list. And they're like, download this game and play for seven minutes or whatever. And I thought, okay, okay well, that's kind of where I draw the line because I know that's not something no, that Mr. Beast would do. definitely seems legit. So then I start Googling it, which I should have done in, in, in the first place. Um, and people were talking about how, yeah, it's, it's just a, it's, it's a scam and there were apparently actually people who like lost a lot of money oh. from it. They went they went way deeper than I did. Um, they played the video game. They sent the social security number. Yeah, handed over their bank account. But and and I watched the YouTube video on a guy who was basically explaining the whole scam and how they get you and everything. Which, yeah, he they was got right. you. He was right. I they mean, almost. 
They almost got you. You were climbing in the van. I know. I was. I was. And I gave them my email, my personal Gmail, Mm -hmm. and I gave them my address and my phone number. Oh, Nathan, they're coming for you. Um, now, that being said, uh-huh. whenever I put in my phone number, there was you a gave che- your, Hold on. You gave your parents address. Correct. <laughs> you need to move quick. Yeah, I'm going to be out of there soon, so I don't care what comes in the mail. Unless it's $10,000. By all means, I'll take that. But uh, uh, whenever I put in my phone number, there was a checkbox that said, all it said was, by checking this box, you... Um, you consent to us sending you like uh, contest stuff and like sweepstakes and promotions and stuff to your mm-hmm. phone via SMS. And I read it, well, I clicked it and I went to hit submit and uh-huh. I was like, you know what? What am I, what am I actually submitting here? Uh-huh. What am I checking off? And I read it and I was like, okay, so I don't actually have to check this to continue. No, I just unchecked it and continued. They'll probably still send me stuff on my phone, but at least I can say I didn't consent to it. And it said, even if you are on the do not call list, we can still call you. That's what you're consenting to. Oh, like they, man. So that you're like, I'm on the do not call list. Well, you said that we could call you regardless. <clears throat> so gave him my phone number regardless and my email and the address that I currently reside. <laughs> you were just climbing in the van. You had already started to take the candy. Right now, right now we're down the street and I'm starting to think... <laughs> This doesn't feel right. <laughs> this does not. You're not. You're not actually a ice cream man, are you? <laughs> There's something well, to Mickey about this situation. Yeah. So uh, I, once I came to my senses, did some googling, I backed out of it all, and I thought, well, maybe because I didn't reach all the way to the end, mm-hmm. maybe they didn't save my information it just deletes everything i've already received emails (laughs) they gotcha i've already received emails i have subscribed to a lifetime of unsubscribing (laughs) you're just gonna have to cancel that email and start again Dude, I have everything on this email. It's like... It's awful. That's my job email for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Personal email. I have it connected to my YouTube channel and even some like, of the Vent Lab stuff. say like anything coming from that address <laughs> is like junk mail and send, send it to the junk mail folder? I tried that. So I don't, oh know if you, I don't know if you knew this, <clears throat> but Gmail has a, a thing, a feature, if you will, where if you put a plus sign... Anything following the plus sign is not included in your actual Gmail. So, for instance, if uh, for instance, if your email was uscompany at gmail.com, you could say if you're if you're signing up for like a Chipotle rewards, you could say uscompany plus Chipotle at gmail.com, and it will still go to your uscompany at gmail.com thing Mm -hmm. um and that way if you start getting random promotions and stuff from other companies that are going to u.s company plus chipotle you know chipotle sold your information i am not 100 percent tracking with you but i bet other people are so you just keep going so i tried that whenever i put up my gmail i i did my gmail and then i said plus 
don't sell my information at gmail.com. Uh-huh. And it came up and said, you have to use a valid Gmail. Like they know that that's what people do. Uh-huh. And so you, and, and then you can go onto Gmail and say any, um, any, any emails that are being sent to this specific address, us company plus don't sell my information at gmail.com, put them into spam or delete them or whatever. Uh-huh. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, I can't, I could, I couldn't get away with that. The system was too smart. So I had to just use flat out my regular email. And because it's not all coming from the same uh, thing, because, uh-huh. you know, it's multiple companies now that are going to be spamming me. Uh-huh. I can't just, I can't Never. just block one. Uh-huh. I just have to continuously <laughs> scroll down to the bottom of the email, say unsubscribe. <sighs> yes. Oh, that's terrible. <clears throat> I cannot believe it. How old am I, dude? Oh, apparently old enough to fall for a scam. Yeah, dude. That, uh, you get in that mindset of like, oh, shoot. What if this is real? You know? Yeah. Maybe this is some easy money. Don't do it. I've come close before and thankfully <clears throat> like caught it sooner than you did. So I haven't gone that far. My dad once on like Facebook he was ready to hand over like a whole bunch of money to somebody that was in need yeah. when my mom was out of town and she's like, no, stop. I always feel bad for older people like on Facebook and stuff and how they, they're not familiar with like scams and the workings of social media. And so they get caught up in stuff like that mm-hmm. really easily. Yep. Yep. Yeah. My son likes to watch the videos. <coughs> uh, I don't remember who it is, but they're always like catching scammers. Like, there's a whole YouTube channel of, like... The guy with the sunglasses? I don't remember. Oh, Kit, anyway, Kit Boga on YouTube will do that. Yeah, you know, that's that's probably it. Anyway, he um, there was an elderly woman who her husband had died that week, and they scammed her out of, like, $20,000 or something. Oof! And, like, they had the recording of, like, her having this conversation with this guy, and she sounded so upset and... Oh, it was horrible. Like, I felt so bad for her, but then they sent a glitter bomb to the scammers. And so <laughs> that was, that made it all yeah, better. Yeah, that makes it all better. I think they did end up getting her money back. But, but like, they targeted her specifically because her husband had passed away. Man. Like, so they look for those. They, they like check for deaths and then attack the family. And I'm like, yeah, how on the week. heartless is that? Dude. Like, that is so awful. Yeah. But okay, so we were talking about like you getting in the van and and going after the candy, and it kind of reminded me of something. So the new Nate Bargatze special is out. If you know who Nate Bargatze is, he is a comedian and my favorite comedian right now. Nathan only acts like he doesn't like him because he knows that it's my favorite comedian. I didn't. I never pretended. I apparently didn't take the time to watch his favorite comedian. Even though I did watch a couple episodes. Yeah. And you said he was pretty funny. Yeah, I thought he was funny. I never said Nate Bargatze wasn't funny. Anyway, I love Nate Bargatze. His new special just came out this last week. And in it, he was talking about kids of the 80s and 90s. Like, they were getting kidnapped all the time. And he was saying, like, this was happening so often that parents were, like, no longer, like, oh, this is scary. You might get kidnapped. They were like, you know what? You're probably getting kidnapped. So let's get ahead of it. And they were, he was telling this story about how he had to write all of his information down, like his height, his weight, hair color, eye color, and he had to hold it in front of him and stand against a wall. And then his parents took the picture 
And then they would like have them printed at Walmart so that if he got kidnapped, then they could be like, oh, here, we've already got that taken care of. You know, they got a current picture of him holding all his information. As crazy as that sounds, we did that with our son, Zacchaeus. But it wasn't like us that like made him stand against the wall. His school issued these things, like the picture with all of their current information, so that if they got kidnapped, then we could quickly hand that off to the police. And I didn't realize, like at the time, I was like, that's a pretty good idea. I wasn't thinking about like, yeah, you're probably going to get kidnapped. So let's go ahead and get ahead of this. And like, how did the the, ball rolling? Like, how afraid did the kid feel? When he got his like little card of like his kidnapping picture. (laughs) Did they tell him that that's what it was for? I mean, it seemed kind of obvious. And he was like, they did it all through elementary school. It seems like he's old (sighs) enough to figure that out. Like, dude, this is so so when I get kidnapped, this is what's going to be on the TV. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if if an elementary school kid would would think that in depth about it. They'd either. I'm telling you, I read all the back of the milk cartons when I was little. I was so freaked out about being kidnapped. Mm-hmm. I mean, the idea of being kidnapped, sure, but I don't know. I, I think that that, along with like um, clear backpacks slash like bulletproof va- backpacks, mm-hmm. free- freaking out the kids. I don't think it would freak out the kids as much as people think it would. I, I think the kids who have the bulletproof backpacks are going to be a target because other kids want to test if it's really bulletproof. Yeah, but boys will be boys. Uh, you can't stop that. You know they're trying it with at least a BB gun. Maybe not on the, the kid. Yeah, but, but I mean, They're trying it. No harm, no foul if it's not on a kid. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't I don't think it'd freak out the kids as much as as much as you would think, but who knows? Now nah, it would have freaked out. I guess me it out. would it would depend on the kid. You know, I always thought like if I get kidnapped, I'm gonna make the kidnappers like me. Like I thought I'm a pretty likable kid. I'm gonna be real nice to them, I'm gonna do everything they say, and I bet they're gonna like me so much that they just let me walk around free all the time and I'm not gonna try and get away. Because I want this to be a, a real good life. This is my life now. And I'm, I'm going to play the game and they're going to like me. I actually had those thoughts. I think I did too. You well, were, were going to make them like you? I was either going to make them like me or I was going to fight them to the death. Yeah, I guess I had pictured myself like fighting them. I also picture like I still do this today. Like if somebody breaks into my house, I imagine what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. You never you never think of um, the possibility of them just straight up not giving you an opportunity to do any of to that respond. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. See, I always think like the the whole flighter fight response. I always think I'm the fight response. Like I'm not I'm not going to run. I'll battle it out. But I played VR this weekend. Yeah, how'd that go? Um, I screamed a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of zombies that snuck up behind me. Okay, this VR experience is not just like you're sitting in your living room playing virtual reality. This is in a facility and you run around this room and you've got like the, the goggles on and everything and, and you've got headphones. Like you're in the world. You're there. And you've got space to run. Like it's taking me up in elevators I 
fell off of a beam once. <laughs> yeah, that's super cool, right? I actually it, <clears throat> fell. It messes with your depth perception. Yeah, I went down. Like, I went down. And I recorded the whole thing. You did? I went down off camera. Oh. Like, it was so disappointing because I, like come back and I'm telling everybody, I just fell, but you don't see it on camera. It's like the most disappointing thing that's ever happened. I had a camera set up on a tripod and I didn't catch where I fell. Man, <sighs> that's disappointing. It was disappointing, <clears throat> but I seriously fell. Like I scraped my knee. I went down so hard. Jeez. Yeah, and then once I wandered off of, okay, I got the concept that even though there's a railing there, that railing's not really there and I can walk right through it. Mm -hmm. So then I stopped letting barriers keep me in and just started walking through stuff. But I walked too far out of the game and then my goggles shut off. So then I was blind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I couldn't see where I was going. And so the guy had to come get me and walk oh me back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He had to walk me back into the game. Now, that did get caught on camera, not me getting lost because I was way off camera. I was way off the game. Did you get anything but on camera? You see the guy walking across the rim to come get me and bring me back. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got video of my entire family having a dance party while we were riding the elevator up. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was on there. <laughs> uh, the, the, the worst thing that ever happened to me, well, one time I laid down. Because I wanted to be like, oh, I'm going to shoot these zombies prone. And they're like, <clears throat> please do not lay down on the VR floor. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, oh, man, now I just look stupid. Sometimes the zombies would like sneak up behind me and like somebody would yell like behind you. And I would turn around real quick and it was like in your coming face. at me. And then I'd start screaming and running in place and just shooting like crazy. <laughs> And I was like, you know what? I don't think that I would respond well in, in a home invasion situation. Yeah. Another another thing, <clears throat> there's a different zombie game there where rather than like going through a, a factory and everything, uh -huh. you're just basically out on this stand, mm -hmm. I'll say, like a, like a deck. Uh -huh. And there's just hordes and hordes and hordes of zombies coming. And so it's, it's basically just survive as long as possible. But there's one part where you can go up on kind of like a, a uh, like an elevator, but it goes horizontal. What are those things? You know, like a, anyway. An it, escalator? No, 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 no. I'm thinking like a, a tram. You, okay. You go on like a, a, a tram type thing up to like a sniper tower. Uh-huh. So in the game, you are going away from the group of people. Uh-huh. So you're way up on the sniper tower in the game and they're down there. Uh-huh. In reality, you're all on the same floor within feet of each other. Uh huh. So I thought, well, this is just VR. I'm gonna step off of the sniper tower and start hovering in the air. Uh huh. Then I'm gonna hover above all my friends and they're gonna be like, what? I'm like, whoa, yeah, I beat the system. I'm so smart. What actually happened was I took like three steps off the sniper tower yeah. and just head butted somebody else who was <laughs> not on the sniper tower. And uh, we were both freaked out because uh -huh. from our perspective, we were nowhere near each other. Uh -huh. So then I had, to, I had to correct myself. That kind of hurt a little bit. I did something similar, but I was trying to climb onto an elevator through, like while the elevator was going up, I tried to like just join it and it made me three feet tall. <laughs> yeah. 
I love that. <coughs> or whenever you, uh, if you, if you get down on like, like on your, well, don't get on your knees, but if you like crouch down, the game just thinks you're a really short person. Uh huh. And so for everybody else's perspective, you're like two feet tall. Uh huh. Oh, it's wonderful. That's hilarious. A lot of fun things you can do. Whoa! Wow. The nice. cable car. That's what it was. Thank you. The cable car. Yeah. Yes. It's pepperoni in the chat. Anyway. Um, we will be live on Friday. Do we want to give away what we're doing? Do we know what we're doing? Yes. Something with we, peeps. We are going to taste test a bunch of peeps. Yeah, there's several different peeps flavors, and so we're going to give those a try. But until then, my name's Nathan. And I'm Rebecca. We out. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.